Attention Pokemon players, you're listening to Triple P, the Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast. On today's episode, Jake pulls a random card. Chuck eats too much. And we are joined by a very skillful guest. Oh well, there's a good story <laughs> behind it. I'm a fat, fat <laughs> no, 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 no. There was a good funny story behind it. So let's start with that funny story. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, that it is a funny story because we yeah. we went uh, just out to dinner because your birthday's coming up. Yeah, we had a big group of us out to dinner, and we went to a place called Sushi Bomb. Yes, in delicious, delicious. It's delicious. I don't know if anyone has them anywhere else, but it's basically buffet style sushi, but you you order it like you would, and then they make it for you, mm-hmm. but you can order as much as you want. But so we're eating and I'm just trying a bunch of stuff because I don't eat sushi that often. Um, but then like the last order, I like order like three things and they all come <laughs> and then I get full and I have like basically a whole roll plus right you yeah, probably I had, had like a, a roll order just sitting but split between <laughs> and then i then then someone tells me basically if you don't finish something they charge you extra <laughs> the and look on your face like, and it says it the on look the on your face was missed. the greatest <laughs> so then i'm just like oh god and then i was like i don't want to be charged extra so i just start <laughs> shoveling more food in my face after i'm already full so <laughs> it was great I didn't get charged extra and I only had uh, every almost everything was gone. So yeah, so, no, the, it was fun times. But yeah, like you said, it was it, my birthday's around the corner. It's, my birthday's actually on Christmas, so I always like have have friends or family um, kind of celebrate beforehand. That way, I'm not interrupting people's Christmas. Um, but Chuck, you got me. You ended up getting me a, a one of those Gengar V boxes, and it was kind of funny because what two, three weeks ago, we were talking about our, you know, our random card madness and we pulled the full art uh, schoolgirl to talk about. And we basically both said the card by itself is garbage, but because we specifically picked or pulled the full art um, that we would keep it as a collection. And what do you know? I pulled it out of the pack. I got the full art schoolgirl trainer, which never going to play it, but definitely has a nice, <laughs> um font spot in my um my book and it actually just kind of because we pit, pulled that one on on the uh podcast um it had a, a little bit more sentimental val- value to me so it was pretty fun and i appreciate that you didn't have to get me anything but i am very thankful and then even after the fact i pulled that so it was even kind of cooler that you got me the box and you know it, we i got that card you know kind of connection with the podcast kind of a thing so um thank you for that my friend you're welcome. I just <laughs> everyone likes to have a birthday present. So. Oh, for sure. Um, but I think that's enough about us. We have a guest today, um, and his name is Tyler, aka Skilled at Luck. Welcome, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, definitely. I've uh, been following you for a little while on on uh, on Twitch there, and just love your play style and your community and just the vibes that you have going on there. Um, so definitely wanted to have you on and talk some Pokemon with you. Oh yeah, um, I mean, been playing a whole lot of expanded. So, yeah, um, I do play standard as well as we discussed. Yeah, and uh, I'm just really hyped to talk about Pokemon. <laughs> for, for sure, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but other than, you know, other than that you play expanded and, you know, some standard, um, is there anything else you want the, you know, the community to know um, about yourself, um, you know, as a streamer slash Pokemon player? Hey, so I'm actually pretty fresh on the streaming scene. Uh, I think you started watching me pretty early on, maybe even within the first week or two of me actually getting oh, into it. Yeah, uh, I I'm, haven't been doing it for very long. I've uh, raced in because I had a lot of support with my local community. They, they're a big part of my online community as well. We've had yeah. some people trickle in because of their following. Yeah. Um, but I've had a lot of support. They've, I mean, people have been selling me stuff on the real cheap for me to get my setup. Uh, nice. Yeah. A local guy actually sold me my computer. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice, all nice. of it from scratch. I didn't have anything maybe six months ago. Oh, wow. uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've only been watching you for maybe like a month and a half. Um, and, and whenever I got on the first time, just the, the vibes with your community and you had like plenty of people in there just like, talking and being part of the you know the active um uh, in chat and everything so um didn't realize that you were that fresh into it um and that's just a testament to you and your community at large just um you know what you got going on there oh yeah a lot of good friends around here for sure and all the people that have joined us since it, yeah. it just keeps growing it's awesome yeah i that, that's one thing i've noticed about pokemon um you know locally and even online um every little niche um super super close and then that kind of just like broadens out into the you know the the online era as well mm -hmm. super excited to, to get to know you a little better mm -hmm. and um let the rest of the you know our community in pittsburgh and anywhere else that people listen to us get to know you a little bit more too yeah for sure but before we get too far into mm -hmm. this we got four questions we got to ask our guest for sure. Uh, you want me to start this one out today, Chuck? Yeah, I'm going to, I want the big one. You the want end. the big one. Okay. So I'll take, <laughs> I'll take the easy ones. Um, all right, Tyler. So your favorite starting Pokemon and that, that can be any generation. Or we, well, we've been called the cult, told them first partner Pokemon now. First too. partner Pokemon. Okay. <laughs> nice. Uh, so I would say that it actually recently changed not too long ago. It at this point is Grookey. Hashtag Grookey Gang. Yeah. <laughs> I got one right there. <laughs> Grass monkey, that funky monkey. Nice. So <laughs> who did Grookey knock off that pedestal? I've been a forever Charmander up until Our that Charmander, point. Charmander, get, yeah. get. <laughs> I like it. The Grass Monkey is, is good. Oh, yes. yeah, so any specific reason you like Grookey over um, you know any other starter, especially Charmander? Uh, the aesthetic for Grookey is great. I'm, yeah, there we go. You got Charmander right there too. Yeah, I got both of them. <laughs> yep, yep. But uh, yeah, it's aesthetic. Um, I mean, you can only have your Pokemon be your favorite for so long before so you get tired and have to change. I mean, <laughs> I guess I know that that that's respectable for sure. <laughs> I, I was gonna say here another song reference because here comes the boom. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Grookey has a lot going for it, for sure. Oh, yeah. And I just aesthetically um, just enjoy playing it in the trading card game, enjoyed having it in the video game. So, I mean, it's been great. Grookey's awesome. Grookey is a good one. So now we'll we'll step away from partners and we just ask, what is the favorite Pokemon whole Pokedex wide? So conveniently, uh, Dragonite. Okay. okay. No, that's not bad. We have... I, we have uh, a couple guys, uh, well, one notably, Devin, who's a big, big fan of Dragonite. So uh, what, what's what got you, how did Dragonite get his hooks in you? 
I mean, I've been watching the show since the very beginning, seeing the giant Dragonite in the show, just that that's what got me there. But mm-hmm. um, the hype grew even more when they gave us the Dragonite V in the TCG. Nice. I have a feeling we're going to circle back and talk about that Dragonite V. Um, but well, let's let's keep going. <laughs> let's keep going here. Uh, what is your favorite card in po- in the Pokemon trading card game? Um, that could be a trainer, a Pokemon, uh, anything really. Um, oh, that's a really tough one for me. Um, I would say when it comes to the decks I like to play and what I like to put just actively play as a card, it's going to be Battle Compressor. Yeah, that's not that's yeah. That's that's an, uh, things that make expanded one. work so well. Oh, yeah, exactly. Imagine if the unions had better. something like that right now. Oh gosh, we'd be <laughs> playing uh, Mad Party and Standard just as much as I like to play it in expanded. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mad Party would work better. Um, you wouldn't have to play so many stupid items. <laughs> Leon's art. <laughs> oh, I know. I love Leon's art. Just throw three Leons in the discard pile, and we're hitting for two fifty. You're out the gate. Right off the gate. All right. Enough dreaming about <laughs> things that could be. <laughs> let's let's ask the big one. Oh, sometimes the big one. But what is your most or the worst card that you think is in the game for the trading card game or your most hated card, whatever you however you want to frame it? Worst card in the game. Go. <sighs> That's a challenging one for me. Okay. I actually am very into not hating cards. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like I would have to point out a card that has no usability and is entirely just not a playable card That's before fine. saying a card, like it would have to be something along the line of uh, a how or something like that that just mm-hmm. says draw three cards on a supporter because any card that gets too good, I just think it's better to aim at trying to beat it rather than complain about it or get upset about it no it's oh man you've already gone up like 10 points on the cool factor here by with that answer that was awesome (laughs) yeah i I, i'm always telling people to calm down when they get upset about double dragon energy and just other cards like that and power mew like i love playing mew (laughs) 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 who doesn't like to get everything they need every turn right exactly (laughs) I like shame in every turn. Who needs a scoop of net? It's just there. Yeah, it's just there. It's just multiple, multiple times. <laughs> yeah, definitely no. a good. It's definitely a good attitude to have towards that too. I mean, uh, just the what's the mindset of how to get around the card rather than just poo poo. I feel it. the bet like a lot of the top top players um, that've been in the game for years and years kind of have that same kind of mentality where they try to solve the problem instead of complaining about it so um dude that that just that just shows that tells me a lot about you as a player right there i appreciate that i'm trying my best again haven't been playing for a whole long time i mean i have tcg history so yeah but not pokemon all right right. we'll we'll have to get into that a little bit as well (laughs) yeah well we'll save all that because we still got some more fun stuff to do before we get into the meat of the interview um Mm -hmm. I think we'll go. Uh, we'll go at go with asking questions still into trivia. Yeah, uh, I have a simple trivia question. Do you want me to go first, or do you want to go? You first? can you can go first. So we kind of we when Chuck asks the trivia, we're both kind of on the hook. 
Um, mm -hmm. And then vice versa for whenever I'm asking, um, you you guys are both on the hook. For yeah, you just get the you get to play along and 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 try and help us get the answers because we're basically just trying to stump each other. Yeah. <laughs> so mine, I think it's going to be a little easy, but I think I'm I might get him. So my question is, how many professors have been featured on a professor's research card? Currently. Currently. So that Rohan would not be considered one, correct? Correct. On a professor's orders. Professors. You can work together. I, I, if you want. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got Magnolia. We've got Juniper. Juniper. Oak. Oak. Sonia is technically well she's a professor but she's not a professor on the card so I would say might be okay. I'm thinking three I'm mean, second guessing myself now <laughs> I'm going to say three because Rowan doesn't count okay so you have three Tyler are you stick to, sticking I'll with stick three to my guns. you have a four I'll stick to my guns I, I, I feel like there's four but I've lost it at this point if there is all right well if you are you so you're sticking with four. I'm sticking with four. All right, Tyler, you got it right. Jake is wrong. Who did I forget though? Jake, Jake, you forgot Professor Willow in the Pokemon oh, yeah. exclusive Professor Research. It was in front of me this week too. I forgot <laughs> oh about it. Oh my gosh. Oh <laughs> uh, it is yeah, four. you got me. You got me. Uh <laughs> um, completely forgot yeah. about Willow. And Rowan will make five, but yeah, his card is currently not out yet. So For sure. No, good job on that, Tyler. Sticking with your gut, even though I kind of made you question yourself. I love it. You stuck to your guns. <laughs> All right. So you guys ready for mine? Yep. I'm going to stick with the um, name that Pokemon that this attack belongs to. Um, so again, if you can get guess the Pokemon, um, kudos on you. And if you can tell me what it does, bonus points, but you do not have to tell me what it does. And again, this is standard legal because all the ones I have picked so far are standard legal. Stealthy poison. I'm sorry, stealth. Yeah, stealthy poison. I think I know this, but I could be wrong. I can't remember. I can't. It's Crobat. I think it's Crobat. I think it's Crobat V, but I can't. It could be the V Max because he hides. But aren't they normally he max attacks? What's that? Are, are, don't be max normally have some kind of max to their attack? Usually? Yeah, but he has, I think his max attack is the other, because he has two. Okay. I think max cutter is his big attack that does 180, and stealthy poison is the one that does 70 and hides. So is that your final answer? My final answer is Crobat V slash max. You can't say V slash Max. Yeah, I'm both. <laughs> is it the V or is it the V Max? I'm going V Max. Tyler? I'm pretty confident it's not the V, so I'm just going to roll with V Max with them. You guys got it. It is the V Max. Congratulations. Good job. And you, you were right, Chuck, because you got uh, the second attack is Max Cutter for 180. Wow, so nice. Perfect. Yeah. So Stealthy Poison does a, a 70 damage. Um, you're. 
Opponent's active Pokemon is now poisoned and switch your Pokemon with one of your bench Pokemon. So you hit it right on the head. Congratulations, Chuck. <laughs> Way to pick a card. I actually tried to make a deck out of. Yay. Yeah, I, yeah I, I had it right in front. I was like, oh, let's just go buy the big cards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to have to pick it. Oh, that's the new thing. I got to pull out all my big cards and study now before the podcast. <laughs> nope, nope. Now you know my trick. Changing it up. <laughs> Next week, it's going to be a random card with like a 10, 10 uh 10 hp attack or something like that <laughs> I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do that next week. jab 10 damage tackle who is it <laughs> no that was too fun all right let's get into that random card madness all right yes so this week we are going to look at evolving skies i remember it's on my computer it's in front of me this time mm-hmm. um we're gonna just to for tyler to reiterate what we're gonna do i'm gonna pull up a random number uh, it's going to pull up a random card in the Evolving Sky set, which we discussed before the episode, what, what we're going to do. Uh, and then we'll decide whether it is good enough for a deck, uh, binder fodder, or I don't know, sometimes Bulk. we say collect it because... Bulk to send to a store so you can get more cards. <laughs> or the occasional time we talk about a floor, we just decide to keep it anyway. Yeah. All right. Let me uh, randomly generate a number here. And the number is 46. So pulling up 46, uh, that is going to be water Pokemon territory. All right, here we go. It is a basic Pokemon wishy-washy. The rapid strike wishy-washy with 30 HP and the ability group power. If this Pokemon has three or more water energy attached, it gets 150 extra HP. And then comes with the attack for double colorless. Schooling shot, 30 plus. This attack does 30 more damage for each basic energy attached to this Pokemon. Obviously, lightning weak and one retreat cost. Nothing to it. This does not evolve. So nothing else to add in on that. Um, Is wishy-washy usable? We'll go Tyler first. Maybe in gym leader challenge format. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can accelerate uh, water energy pretty, pretty quickly with Frost Moth and have 180 HP is pretty hefty. Um, I mean, it's a format where you can get away with having a little slower of a game. Mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, maybe if you're playing a little low power and standard, but that's as far as I can see it going on that card. Yeah, I kind of agree with you um, with Gym Leader Challenge. Um, it is a basic. You don't need to evolve it. Um, it can potentially do a lot of damage with some acceleration there. Um, and there's plenty of ways to do acceleration in that format, um, not only just the Frost Moth or, or um, uh, any you know basic water um, accelerations. Um, standard legal, no. This is, this is straight into your uh, bulk. Um, I don't really see much use for this card in standard. I'm going to agree with you guys. Uh, the ability group power is cool. Uh, I think it really could be useful in a gym leader challenge format, like you've said. Standard 180 is still just not enough. Yeah. Still going to get one shot. It's just like, why even bother trying to add the 150? Because you're still going to get one hit KO'd uh, with most of these attacks. But in a gym leader challenge format, uh, you may that that 180 might tank a shot and then you're talking about dishing back uh i mean two energy at least is 60 that's 90 damage if you it's get relevant. yeah i mean that's that's relevant um 
if you get an extra one there, you're 120. I mean, many, many ways to accelerate water energy throughout the years. So um, could be useful in that format. Um, it might be a cheeky thing in standard to try and throw in there, but you're not going to build a deck out of it. No. And like you said, with many other cards that we've talked about in the past, if you're trying to do like the, the frost moth engine and you know, your frost moth gets gusted up and, and taken out, um, you're just kind of dead in the water at that point and um, not, not looking too well for yeah. wishy-washy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's our random card. That was a pretty good one. Yeah. We want to, well, now it is time to go to Turtwig Talks the Meta. Ladies and gentlemen, trainers and Pokemon alike, you're listening to <laughs> Turtwig Talks the Meta. This is your host, Ryan, otherwise known as Santa Gaming. I am joined by none other than the best starter of all time, Turtwig the Red Nosed Rain Turtle. This week we have 16 tournaments to cover, along with 1,465 deck plays and 4,300 total matches to cover this week. So let's hop into those top eights. Starting off, Ice Rider had eight top eight placements. Umbreon had nine top eight placements. Rapid Strike Urshifu had 10 top eight placements. And Jolteon Inteleon had 27 top eight placements. And well, that's pretty close to Mew Genesect with 28 top placements. Better watch out, Mew. Jolteon's a coming. That's it for the top eights this week. Let us know on Twitter at PitPokeyPod and at RY4Gaming what you hope to get in your Christmas stocking. And now, onto the ever-shifting meta. This week, notable changes to Jolteon Inteleon, Umbreon Urshifu, and Urshifu Inteleon. Starting off, Jolteon Inteleon had a 55.5 win percentage for this week and was up in plays by 3%. Up from 6 to 9. Woohoo! Next, Umbreon Urshifu ha was down this week by 6.6% in the win percentage, and that led it to a 44% win rate this week. And last, Urshifu Inteleon was down in win percentage by about 3.5%, totaling at 47.48 win percentage. Gee, thanks, Eugenesect. And I would like to give some appreciation to our local group at Heroes Inc. Comics by shouting out the winner of our Thursday Locals. This week, Professor Rick won with his Mew Genesect deck. And now it's time for some wins of the week. Starting off, all these decks won a single tournament. Those being Rapid Strike Malamar, Umbreon Urshifu, Hoopa Moltres, Ice Rider Inteleon, and Duraludon. Next, Victini won two tournaments, Jilteon won four tournaments, and Mew Genesect took home five tournaments. That's it for the wins of the week. Turtwig worked really hard on getting all this data ready just for you. So if you could let us know on Twitter at RY4Gaming what your thoughts on this week's report are. And that does it for this week's Turtwig Talks the Meta. Be sure to join in the roundtable discussions on the Discord every Wednesday at 5pm EST for the most thought-provoking discussions and the best debates. I hope you all enjoyed and had a wonderful time, and I hope you all have a Merry Christmas and make these holidays the best yet. Until next time, be safe and take care, Pokemon trainers, and back to the cast. All right, thank you, Ryan, for another great, great Turtwig Hawks the Meta. Um, let's jump into the news. 
right. So not a lot of news to talk about, Chuck. I know there was one thing that you wanted to bring up. Yeah, there is basically no news, no, no news this week. Um, minus a few more. The big thing uh, that was released is that there's going to be another uh, bonus set released in 2022 uh, in the summer. Um, no name on it yet. Just uh, it's one of the sets kind of like Shining Fates where it's ETBs, box collections, and no booster box, like yeah. booster pack box. Um, so uh, hypothetical or kind of like the the thoughts are it's going to be a way for them to uh kind of inject a lot of those character rares uh into the world without maybe bloating sets yeah um, maybe that charizard that we've all seen with him trying to attack that venusaur yeah. is going to be part of that set so i would collectors I would can that. go go i would appreciate that. hunting right in that set and then leave us players alone yeah, <laughs> to get to get uh you know re- mela, meta relevant cards um in other sets yeah um that's it i mean i i i would like that if they mostly get pushed into there um just because then it it creates a set that maybe you don't have to pour a whole ton of money into like a celebrations yeah. or or shining fates unless you want those cool cards yeah so i think for me at least being in in the game for going on two years now um, and kind of falling into the trap of that, you know, that hunt on those special sets um, being able to just kind of step back. Uh, I think I'm able to, at this point, especially with sets like that um, just to kind of buy the singles that, that might have one or two random re- relevant cards in there and then just let everybody else go for it. And then just kind of, uh, you know, take a step back, like I said. Yeah. Cause Tyler, do you have any thoughts on it at all? Or oh, I mean, I'm in the same boat that was just mentioned. Like, uh, yeah. I I just go for what's relevant in the set. Uh, I don't really do a whole lot of hunting, but if others go for it, more power to them. Now, I will say, if uh, cards like Charizard that do make it where people really want to buy a lot of the product end up in something like Brilliant Stars or an actual set. I don't mind that either because that means that the set is going way off the shelf. Everyone's getting them quickly. Mm-hmm. And that means that our playable cards actually do drop quite a bit in price because people are trying to recoup that money that they just spent trying to chase for that big chase card. So I want my cards cheaper at that point. Yeah, yeah. no, that's a very good point. I mean, it, it, it's to each their own. I like open a couple packs myself, but um, I don't know. I've got the 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 gold buzz at the moment so <laughs> i've been trying to make things fancy as they say yes you um, have been so i don't mr right. breakdance and genesect over there. <laughs> yeah well i pulled that that was completely <laughs> different um do we want to talk about the double is it really even worth yeah. bringing him up i didn't have anything else other to bring up than that if you want to bring up double be my nah, it, 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 it's just another flip attack um I mean, we don't have to go into it. He just, um, if you can flip heads a bunch of times, yeah, you're going to take out, uh, you know, those big guys, but more than likely you'll flip a tails early and it's just not enough damage. So um, I don't think this new double is really that, that, you know, we don't need to go that much more. I, into I it. think, I think it was news. I think it was news this week. I can't remember, but because it is, uh, and we were just talking about how I'm getting the, uh, the uh, high the rarities. Cards, yeah. the, there is a, now a full art, marnie's pride available i'll have to pick that up at one point in time that'll be nice so oh yeah um 
not a good card. I'll admit, Marnie's on it though, but not a good. It card. It might see some play, maybe. Like people will try to make it work. Yeah, people try um, to make bead work. So this is better. Yeah. Yes, it is better. But I don't. <laughs> yeah, right. Sure. Get a free card search at the same time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's Ready it for news. To go into the interview to um, get to know Tyler a little bit better. Yeah, let's let's get to the main chunk and let everyone. All right, so I'm actually curious. So um, much like Chuck and myself, we both kind of started or we met each other playing a different game. It was not Pokemon trading card game, um, and we kind of gotten around the same time as you. Uh, what what game were you playing? And what TCG? Uh, what was your TCG history before Pokemon? So at the time that I started playing Pokemon, I was actually playing Magic. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, my history actually extends further. Um, I played Yu-Gi-Oh for the longest. Uh, then I went into Magic with, uh, for the second longest. I've mm-hmm. had other periods of time where I played uh, Dragon Ball, Force of Will. Uh, I believe those were all the games that I did the most competitively, at least. Yeah. And then, of course, dabbled in some others throughout the time. And do you feel that you're, you know, playing all those other games have helped you kind of at the start of your Pokemon career to be already a pretty solid player? I believe so. Um, just having a standard strong history of playing trading card games, resources, and just knowing what's good and what's not uh, is a really good place to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, you, I, I agree with that. Did you find it difficult at all to transition from one of those at all? Like, I, no. I feel like a lot of people say that Pokemon's easy to learn, <laughs> um, but I'm I just wondering if you felt it was different easier or different or just how you could transition i fumbling over my words yeah i'd say that it is easy to learn it is really hard to really master it mm-hmm. yeah. uh, there are a lot of just nitpicky spots people don't even admit to their mistakes because they don't ever see them yeah like there's so many just micro decisions in the game that just are overlooked all the time that people don't appreciate or understand and that's why I think that I like the game so much is because I see those little things and get to learn from them all the time. And sometimes I don't and others point it out to me. And that's when I learn even more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, I Honestly, um, a lot of people that, that hit home when you just said most people don't um, admit to their mistakes and, you know, just trying to be a competitive player in anything. It doesn't matter if it's Pokemon um, or Magic or Yu-Gi-Oh or X-Wing or anything. It was, I think the, the, the biggest trait between, the, the players that consistently go to the top and not necessarily win is, is they're honest with their mistakes when they make it. And um, that aren't defensive. I know a lot of people and myself included, whenever I'm done with the game, I'll be like, Oh yeah, well, I've just noticed that you can, you know, this, this, and this, and you know, some people really take to that and like really appreciate it. And then others just really don't. So it definitely seems like you're on that other end where um, you can take all the data as you can and trying to make yourself a better player. Um, you know, with all that data, like I said. Yeah. This game's a team sport until you sit down against your opponent. Yeah. 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 Another great transition right there. Uh, you said team sport. So community, local community is huge, huge, huge. Yes. Uh, I know it is for our local community um, and yours. So let's talk about a little bit how you got into the Pokemon um, trading card game. I kind of feel that your community had a lot to do with it or the or people in that community. Uh, pretty much uh, one of my close friends. Uh, just sold out of his old school Pokemon collection, mm-hmm. but we kind of were talking about 
the Pokemon TCG a little bit here and there because I actually worked at Game Store for a while. Mm-hmm. And we decided to pick up cards and just start playing again. And like I played for a short period uh, in 2015 ish, uh, played some Night March and Standard. Mm-hmm. But then I got out very quickly and then just decided to pick up Night March and expanded at that point. And we played some expanded games and that's where it all started. Yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome. Um, so, but where did, where did the roll, the ball, I mean, I guess that got the ball rolling, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then how'd that lead you? Where's the path uh, lead to streaming Pokemon now? So weirdly enough, at the time that this was all going on, um, I was actually at my peak at that point of my magic play. Mm-hmm. I was actually starting to pick up all this um, like ideas and different ways to start the stream up uh, for magic. <laughs> I was actually going to be streaming arena uh, primarily. I even put up a couple of YouTube videos before I actually got big into it just via my laptop. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it wasn't long after that I just was having so much more fun playing Pokemon that I just couldn't get think imagine myself playing magic for hours upon hours every single day or even a few days a week even. Yeah. yeah. No, having fun with the game you're playing um, is definitely a, a huge, um, you know, especially with streaming, um, enjoying the game you play. It, it does go to your community. It does go to your chat. So if they notice that you're not having fun with the game, it definitely can, can impact um, just people's enjoyment there. Plus, you know, your enjoyment of playing the game. Yeah, who wants to watch someone not having fun? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you all you got to do is watch my streams. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so you, you started streaming Pokemon just because you, you your love of the game and just having fun there. Um, so you, you did kind of mention you play both formats, but what format really got you, you know, loving uh, Pokemon over Magic? And, and, and I guess what format do you mainly stream? So my heart and soul goes out to expanded. I know that's not a common thought whatsoever. Yeah. But it is so much fun. Uh, it just the, the fact that the format can change at any moment without mm-hmm. even new cards coming out. It, it's such an unexplored format yeah. that new decks can be built by anyone if you put the time and effort in. Oh, for sure. Uh, I, I agree with that uh, wholeheartedly. In one of those lists that I kind of seen dabbled around a few times playing in expanded tournaments because i went through a really big phase of playing expanded tournaments to build up my coins for for the you know the latest set there um and i've seen the deck a few times but then i've seen you play it quite a few times uh adp <laughs> dragonite i know you said dragonite earlier yeah um, this is your time to talk about your the deck that i think is your you're probably your favorite uh not only is it my favorite deck but it's it's my deck yeah i <laughs> <laughs> like, uh I did create the first A to B Dragonite list. Um, I want to hear this story. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So I saw Dragonite spoiled. Um, At the time I was playing Tina Chomp. Mm -hmm. I mean, Tina Chomp's awesome. I mean, big dragon hit for 240 plus the damage counter. So you're one-shotting most things very easily. Loved it. I saw Dragonite spoiled and I was like, this is Tina Chomp way easier. Mm. way easier like I, I questioned the 20 damage to myself a little bit i like i'm not a super experienced player at the time yeah um i don't know the history of the game i didn't know how things impacted like that 20 damage i, I asked people left and right i was like is that enough to make this not good 
and no one could actually give me a good enough answer but i was like i don't care i like dragonite i'm building around this card um adp wasn't in, in the list until the thursday before the set came out um which was also the day before um uh, one of my early streams because i actually mm. built most of the deck on stream um i had my first draft and then just completely changed the deck here and there um as we went just figuring out how much like Tina Chomp it needed to be. So yeah. it started out basically Tina Chomp. I just took Tina out, yeah. put Dragonite in, here we are. I do damage counters, that's 260. Another damage counter, that's 270. We knocked out a tag team. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it was pretty easy. Yeah. But then I started to realize I don't actually need all these Roxies, Zigzagoons, Scoop Up Nets. I need that at all. I can just go ADP or a Muscle Band. Yeah. Or um, eventually that's evolved since then. I, I've had, I have an updated list that hasn't really popped up much. Like no one's list has been super similar to where I'm at right now, but um, either way, the muscle band was a big change where that was because of the fact that you're hitting the numbers you want to hit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was maybe a couple of days before the first expanded deck after or expanded event after Dragonite's release that I decided to test a little bit more. And that's when Leon went into the deck because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not hitting V maxes very well. Shadow Riders popping up on the ladder all the time. Yeah, yeah. I need a way to actually not let them just scoop it up or ace roll it up. <laughs> yeah. And just take it out. Just get that big momentum swing off of that. And Leon did it. Like versus Seeker Leon or just Tapu Lele for a surprise Leon. And they're dead because you go ADPGX, you're 280. Muscle Band, you're at uh, 300. Leon, you're at 330. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It- from, from being a player that's fresh to the game and, and really going into a format with years and years of cards that, uh, that plus the standard cards. So it was like a huge pull. That's like, even for, cause like, I don't know if we really talked about your, your, when you started exactly, like yeah. it, it was a uh, um, 2019. That is like a very, November, that, yeah, that's a very daunting task. And like, it really, like I looked at expanded and I was like, no way. I, I need to yeah. learn the current card pool. Um, so props on you for, for finding these combinations and, and I, claiming it yourself. I still look at expanded that way and go, nah, too big. Nah. Too big. I'll stick I mean, with standards. I, I stuck with some peak and added, you know, added a bunch of different cards in, into that. Um, but it was very close to the last version with some Boltons in there. But, you know, adding... adding um, you know, the, the, the now Thunder Mountain, you got your... Um, uh tapu cocos plus all those trainer cards like you said um with the vs seeker and everything like that but um mm-hmm. man just finding these hidden combinations and really being thoughtful i i i've got to give you props and and loving the deck and i've seen you play it online um and it's so fast consistent and, and yeah. it really kicks some butt so, so um, good. you know i can't i can't wait for people to to actually you know get to you know watch you pilot this because it is really kind of something to watch yeah, I just want to I want to throw in just to make sure people know what we're talking about. Yeah, uh, it's Dragonite V from yes. Evolving yep. Skies is what we're what we're using. Uh, what you're what not me you're using. <laughs> yeah, um, in that deck, um, just so that people know that's the the one that's in Evolving Skies or the yeah. promo from the box. And the I really, that unless you play expanded, it's the uh, collector fodder. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, and it, it's standard. It's not too great of a card, but it is definitely expanded, um, a, a force to be reckoned with. Being a combination, I think, especially with the muscle band, like you said, ADP 
um, to boost the damage, but that that double dragon energy um, mm-hmm. is wild, and it, it kind of is great because it it has synergy with ADP and Dragonite, so you can use it on both and, and get that set up. So uh, no, the the list is beautiful. Yeah, I had the benefit of playing it week one as the only person playing it in a tournament, mm-hmm. and that was insane. Like being the only person in a tournament playing what has now turned into the best deck in the format that a lot of people now play as one of the more played deck like most played decks yeah it, it was just a whole different thing and the thing is that deck couldn't stay that same list because of the fact that now you actually have to worry about mirror matching yeah so that's been the evolution of choice band over muscle band giving up on the Vmax matchups because they hardly exist now because the format sped up so much yeah so choice band makes it where you can actually be in a mirror match and you can actually not GX and just choice band knock out their ADP going. When you go first, they GX, you knock it out. You echoing horn Guzma and you win the game before they get a chance to beat you. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. The, the, I, your, your deck building is, I already, I can tell is just, uh, is a, definitely a notch above mine. So that's uh, TCG no. knowledge right there. That's oh yeah. Just, that's oh, yeah. TCG knowledge. TCG in general. knowledge. This is yeah. what happens when I come from a, from a tabletop game. And I don't have to worry about like list construction as much as like actual mm-hmm. movement pieces on the board. So, oh, no, man, uh, the sky is the limit for you. It seems like um, going, you know, going forward into, you know, IRL play. I'm looking forward to that. I'm itching. I am yeah. itching for that first regional. So let's let's get into a little bit about um, IRL play. Um, what are your goals for the first year, um, you know, being, you know, 2019, right before pandemic? Um, where, what do you kind of feel that is a realistic goal for yourself? So we're continuing a period that's already started. Like mm-hmm. the, people already have points. I, I started the game basically at the end of that point session. I skipped out on a regional saying I'd go to the next one. And then that just never came. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I was going to go to Dallas, but I was like, I haven't played expanded for longer than like two or three months now. I, yeah. I don't feel it yet. And um, just being in that spot and being so far behind everyone, I didn't go to anything that could earn me any points. I'm at zero right now. Yeah, me too. I just want to go to my first regional. I'll be at Indy. Um, we'll and, huh? We're going to be there too. Oh, sweet. I love <laughs> that. Yeah, I'll be going to Indy. Um, I've told every single person that's asked me, it's, it's first place. That, that's what I'm going for. I'm not going to, if I get less than that, I'll be kind of disappointed because that's my goal. Yeah. Um, but I want Indy and he's going to be the test run uh, that I want to see where I'm actually at. Um, I mean, there could be some nerves for not playing paper for so long, no mm-hmm. telling. Um, but the following season that that's where I'm going to shine. I'll go to everything I can get my hands on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, both uh, I, my, my goal definitely is, um, to, to win a regional um, or bigger event. Um, I, I'm in it for the long haul to try to be a world's champion. So I will see you at the top table, um, hopefully at Indy. Um, but at some point, <laughs> I'm sure we'll be at a, at a high stakes tournament uh, in, in, in one of those uh, cut round uh, matches. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> but you did mention a little bit of nerves potentially going into the first IR, big IRL event. Um, you know, outside of the pandemic, um, have you been able, as your locals been able to start up? And if so, have you been attending those? Yeah. So, um, our locals, we've had a, like a lot of shakeup. There's been a lot of drama situations in regards to our game stores here. 
Um, but we've uh, ended up moving to a different store. Uh, we've got it going. We've uh, actually grown as a community since all that happened. Okay. Um, and like at one point, I mean, we're sitting here in central Arkansas and we're having like five person events for Pokemon because Pokemon's never really been a thing here. Like it's mm-hmm. always been Magic and Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, and we're sitting here with five person events. And then once we've transferred over to this other store, um, combining theirs with ours, uh, we're seeing like the 12 to 16 pretty consistently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I attend those all the time. I, I want to get my hands on paper every single chance I get because I'd rather play paper than digital all the time. Oh, for sure. Getting your hands on the cards is huge, especially with interactions like Marnie mm-hmm. um, or or anything like that. It's better to have that muscle memory instead of having PTCGO do it for you. Exactly. Uh, because something like that at a big a big event could be a two card prize and that could cost you the matchup right then and there because you just shuffled your cards in or something like to that effect day's nearly over after that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you do not want to do that i i love the experience the i like the game of trying to read your opponent yeah yes i mean, I mean there's a part of irl play that you don't get in i in online at all in that you got to read your opponent. Like there's a little bit of poker there. Like, yeah. especially if you're like, uh, do I, do I dig, do I dig for the, the card that's going to give me the win right now because I need to, cause he's got boss in hand or do, does he not have boss in hand? Do I have a turn or like that kind of stuff? Yeah. Like, I'm, I, that's yeah. why I like, it's IRL funny you said that Chuck, because we were playing in a match, I think it was two weeks ago. Uh, it was a very close match, and you only had two cards, and, and your face kind of showed it. And I, I marnied you, and you you kind of just shook your head and showed me the boss, and then right threw it right in the bottom. I was like, "Yeah, gotcha, bud." <laughs> I, I gave I you more cards. cards. I had two cards in hand, and it's like he's not. He, uh, I mean, the face shows it, but mm-hmm. like if you saw two cards in someone's hand online, you'd be like, "Oh, oh yeah, never, never, never." But yeah, in that case, because I'm never a, really a fan of giving your opponent more cards unless you have a strong hunch <laughs> that those cards are the cards they want. And that's yeah. another thing. I mean, being able to read your opponent's one thing, but being able to give your opponent wrong signals also. Yes. Because, yeah. I mean, he could have just not had the boss. And if he gave you that, like, excitement signal, you may have marnied him into it that yeah. he never had it in the first place. That Yeah, that, that gamemanship is, is what it's all about right there. Uh, for sure. I can't wait to um, jump into bigger events. It's, it's one thing with locals because, you know, um, you know, we all know each other at that point. So it's a little bit harder to, you know, I, give a false system because, yeah. you know, you, you, you know each other at that point. But uh, um, going into bigger events, uh, you'll just be playing a random person you've never met, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Every single round. Unless you get go against the person you rode with on round two, so yeah, I, I know that's <laughs> happened to Chuck and I in in other games where we've we've traveled to Indy, in fact, and and had to. Uh, I think it was Indy, um, but we you know traveled together and then ended up playing each other or something to that effect. So it was <laughs> you never you never like seeing that at all. Yeah, nope. Um, so as far as standard uh, goes, uh, you kind of mentioned Mew. Um, but what kind of decks do you typically um, enjoy playing in the standard format currently? So usually I'm a very, very aggressive player. I want to just be uh, putting pressure on my opponent at all times. That's just my style I've played for the longest. Um, I've been kind of getting into the control direction lately, though, with Pokemon specifically. I mean, mm-hmm. I've had fun with Pokemon's version of control in other games, which is more of a denial and... Um, just 
kind of not not what you would think of in control when you think about magic where you're countering stuff you actually have to proactively prevent your opponent from doing stuff uh, i'm trying to remember because i can compare it to lantern control and magic but i can't remember exactly uh prison prison is what i'm looking for the prison style that pokemon control is i actually find that to be very fun mm-hmm. i put it off for so long but now i'm getting into it and i'm having a good time with a pretty favorable win rate uh in standard and expanded um okay so as far as you know that deck what what is with that maybe if you don't want to spoil it that's fine um but i haven't really seen anything control mill anything that's outside of um i'm going to take six prizes from you um <laughs> uh in standard uh play on ladder or even just seeing you know watching the yeah. tournaments and stuff so do you care to give a little bit of an insight yeah, to that or oh, i'm kind of curious a, i'm a little interested in that too because you said standard <laughs> I mean, like, I get control. And you said a high win rate in standard, and yeah. you said control. So, uh, not that I'm curi- or- just a control player, but I, I do want to, I want something in standard that I can. Yeah. So yeah. If, if you don't want to give the whole deck, you can oh. give a couple cards. It's maybe? out there. Oh, it's out it? there. Did I miss it's it? It's out there. It's not mine. Um, it, it's out there. Um, I don't remember the actual person, so I can't. I'm not giving credit to these others that I do remember who have put it out there, mm. but uh, Tricky Jim and Azul have both uh, played and done content on this control deck. Uh, okay. Tricky Jim actually changed it up and made it a little bit more his own. Um, Azul, I think, played it verbatim. But um, the whole idea is you're essentially using Sinchino, which, I mean, Sinchino's even been a backbone of certain control lists and expanded even. So uh, the whole idea is you're generating card advantage off that. You have more Pico as your card to actually get back. It has a single colorless attack that lets you get any item card from your discard pile to your hand. Um, you get to get back scoop up net, your pal pads, anything to get back your supporters. I'm probably thinking, not even thinking of certain items that are really important in there. I, I Hammers, hammers. Yep, hammers. Yeah. Hammer. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, you also play uh, a package with Zorark. Um, which is a big part of the deck because you could get to do a lot of your blowouts off of using Zorark into uh, the Duskull or the Dusknor line, which you get to skip Duskull entirely um, and just boost Shake and win the game against like Single Strike, all those decks that rely on uh, Rapid Strike, any deck that relies heavily on that. But Mew, yeah. you actually wreck pretty hardcore um, because all you have to do is slap down like a Galar Mine and then boss up the Genesect over and over again until they concede. Yeah um like, wow, that's that's pretty insane i i i've missed it again i haven't <laughs> been able to uh maybe scour as much as i would like to so man i feel i feel kind of ashamed of myself for missing that it's not putting up results like in tournaments right now i think a lot of people just don't want to play i mean here's the big thing in pokemon trading card game control is the hardest way to play the game you oh, have okay. to know your opponent's deck better than you know your own deck mm-hmm. um and better than they even know their deck and a lot of people I think are afraid of that and that's why you don't see them in tournaments. And that's why you normally only see big name players playing control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, there was a person at, at, I think it was locals or um, we were talking about control at one point in time in it. And it's, it's like you play control and you're going to end up playing maybe a 60 minute game that you're not guaranteed to win. Mm-hmm. So like, and you're going to do that for eight rounds. So that's why that's why people kind of it's mentally draining. Yeah. Yeah. And and even then it's like uh, if you play a best of three tournament, like that's the other thing, like you're going to play one 60 minute game, which you may not, which you're not guaranteed to win. And then you guys, then you've taken an L or you've won or you could draw. And then that's not even as good. And you take two of those and you're probably done. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, yes, I, yeah, I get it. Uh, it. It those kind of decks are not the easiest to play, um, and it takes a lot of patience. And I feel that a lot of confidence, confidence yeah. and patience. I think because you do have to play that long game. You can't win the game so uh, so fast. Yeah, you have it's uh, you have to think out your play so quickly. Like you cannot be thinking about it during your turn. You have to think about it entirely on your opponent's turn. Yeah, and then just play on your turn. It's mm-hmm. you versus the clock versus you versus your opponent. Yeah, <laughs> like it, you have three opponents here, yeah. so it's really hard to play control. Yeah. All right. So it, you do seem like you are one of those guys that are very competitive and you're taking this super serious. You want to win big tournaments. Um, and we've already kind of talked about being honest with your, your yourself, your mistakes um, to improve. Um, and then aside from just um, playing and, you know, having that that repetition with any deck. Um, do you find yourself uh, being more of a student of the game and watching other content creators with the purpose of learning and improving your game that way? Uh, yes, actually. I spend a lot of time watching content creators. Uh, I am fortunate to have a job that allows me to be able to just mindlessly not think about what I'm working on mm-hmm. while I can actually watch streams. So uh, my nine to five, I'm watching nearly all stream during that whole time. Yeah. Um, I get to why I spent a lot of time, uh, actually the person I've molded a lot of my Pokemon play around has been Azul. Yeah. Um, I've watched a lot of his content and I think I've fallen a lot closer to how he plays the game than anyone else. I mean, I do kind of disagree and go different directions with him at times. That's just how humans are. You're not going to be the yeah. same as another person, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, that's where a lot of my plays come from watching. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a lot of the same. Um, watching multiple different ones. And another strategy I've taken, especially when I first started within the first year, um, taking lessons from those top guys. Um, so I've, I've had lessons from like Azul, um, uh, Zach Lesage, um, Celio's Network. We, uh, I've, ha- I've had, you know, one-on-ones with them to just kind of pick their brains as well. Um, and I, and it, I've learned a lot from them in that way too. Um, but as far as also another strategy, I guess, um, I've heard different sides of the story on this from, from top players, I guess, uh, especially going into a, you know, a big event uh, in the future here. Um, are you more of the fan to stick with one deck, like maybe a month, a week, two weeks, whatever that time being, and just really focus on that deck that you want to, um, to potentially win with, or are you more of a fan of playing multiple decks and then calling it at the last moment and, and kind of seeing what the meta what do you think the meta would fall in? Well, if I don't start off with a small story here uh, before going into um, what the answer is, I think a lot of my friends would be very upset with me. We like Um, stories. (laughs) My uh, last large paper event of any card game prior to the pandemic Mm -hmm. was a uh, Star City uh, Games regional championship in Missouri. Uh, There were about 250 players uh, before the event, it was uh, so Friday, my drip up there. I actually sleeved up three different decks. Uh, two of them, I had never even seen this deck list until that day. Mm-hmm. And it was that night that I actually decided on my deck that I had never played before, just because I was like, this looks fun. Uh, so my first time actually presenting the deck to an opponent, my first time even playing the motions of the deck was round one of that tournament. Uh, it was pretty hard to play. Uh, if anyone's familiar with it, uh, the archetype is hardened scales, but it was actually um, a 
branch of hardened scales that was different no like if i told seasoned magic players about this deck right now a lot of them probably would have talked about never hearing about it it won a tournament the week before i played it and it honestly never happened like existed again after that point mm -hmm. but i lost one round in swiss in the eight rounds and one out in the top cut there we I, go yeah uh I so picked deck, never played it before. And that was my trophy win for magic. And uh, what qualified me for an event that due to a lot of different reasons, I decided not to go to during the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. I want, yeah. Pieces can be put together. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. No, that's, that's awesome. It actually doesn't surprise me after talking to you a little bit, especially how you say your play style really goes um, with Azul. Cause I know Azul is very much the same. He's like this, x deck and this time frame is going to give me the best chance so i feel i'm skilled enough in the game that i can play anything at any moment to win um so you you sided with azul and said uh toward Reckliff, you don't know what you're talking about go get out of there <laughs> is it four to six weeks that he actually talks about usually <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i know i've heard him many times say you know know a deck well and just stick with it um i find i'm kind of somewhere in between because i do like to play a lot of different types but i do also want to hone in going into a like a regional style event um with i guess a little bit of flexibility yeah I, like i gotta say wholeheartedly i believe that tort is correct <laughs> but <laughs> i i just can't help but flip-flop every day like i i just yeah. like i want to play the best deck but at the same time i want to be good at the best deck yeah yeah i i think Oh, sorry, Chuck, you go for it. I think the 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 thing, they're both right. I think yeah. ultimately the player wants to call the right deck four to six months in advance, hone it, and play it. Yeah. But, you, I mean, that's incredibly lucky. Like, you, you're not going to, you're not necessarily going to call it and then hone it. But you have to have a semblance of both. Um, so they're both kind of right on, on their own terms. Um, and you... There is something to say for the coin that says, like, practice hone a deck for so long that you can take something that maybe isn't the best deck, but the second best deck or the mm -hmm. third best deck and still be able to beat because you know it so well, the best deck. Um, but it just depends on the player. I, I mean, I'm yeah. definitely one. I play a lot of stuff. I want to know how to play everything so that whenever the whatever the call is i should i will be able to play it um yeah. pretty much um i jake won't admit to it but he likes to hone in he i do no i will one thing okay so i like to play a lot of stuff but when it comes close to an event i do hone in on a event and and like i've done it in x-wing um going to depticon you know finishing fourth um out of yeah. what with 300 players losing one time the whole weekend which was the semifinals um definitely honed in for a month uh, before that <laughs> that deck and really kind of smashed people with uh my list there um and same thing going to nationals finishing you know top it definitely honed in on that deck um every time so far in pokemon when i've done um when i've done well i've honed in so players cup uh two and three both really honed in on a list picaron mostly um and you know got my cuts there and, and didn't really do much after I made that, but made the cut. So I was pretty happy with that, uh, you know, as far as like a, a newer player at the time, finishing North America to, uh, 256. Uh, but then every time I've changed something up last minute or, or anything like that, like going into, was it um, 
what's the last big event? The the pseudo worlds. Um, and drawing a blank at the moment. I'm sorry. Um, the World Cup. Then the the in between evolving skies meta thing they called it. I can't. Yeah, even yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever that was. I, I did change up my list last minute. Um, went 500, but obviously 500 is never going to do it for you. Um, yeah. <laughs> going into into any event there. Um, but yeah, I, I'm more on the honing. But I do like. I do like knowing the other play styles and being able to see what my opponent is playing and kind of get a, a grasp of what they're trying to do to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, is there any other tips that you're, you're kind of doing going, going into the, the world's uh, you know, the world's meta going into IRL play um, before we wrap it up here? I mean, it just, getting it getting the feel like that's pretty much the whole thing that you have to do uh get your reps in uh don't be afraid to talk to other people uh your strategy is not a secret all the cards are known yeah just chit chat figure out if you're what you're doing is right and just don't be afraid to ask for help yeah like you said before like at the start of this interview this is a team sport until you sit across from your opponent and that really actually resonated from you know with me um because our, our com- local community is a huge team and yeah. I would think you would say the same about your locals. Um, so yeah, team sport. So be open with yourself, your, your locals. Um, we're trying to beat each other, but we're also trying to lift each other up. Exactly. Yeah. You, do you have any more questions, Jake? No, I, I think that's about it for the time. I, I have a, I have a couple just Let's do like it. pick brain questions yeah. um, because Tyler said he has a love for expanded. So they're kind of expanding questions. Let's go. Uh, the first is going to piggyback off the IRL play. Um, I haven't heard, but I'm sure there is probably expanded events. Are they going to sway your decisions on anything if they throw expanded events into regionals? So there haven't been any that have been announced yet. Yeah, that's. I know yeah. there haven't been yeah. announced, but I, I, I heard that they've uh, done them before. They have. So uh, the Dallas one I mentioned was actually an expanded event that I skipped out on. So that was the actual very last regional before this. Mm-hmm. Um, I So no one knows for sure. Yeah. I have my own personal theory um, that because of the fact that the season where it had left off had been a lot of expanded events at that point, that they wanted to lift up with standard first and we'll start seeing expanded pop up again with the following season. Okay. Uh, I think that's why well, that there's not any expanded because there w- wasn't any more expanded coming up with what was scheduled before mm-hmm. everything got canceled. I mean, okay. why are they going to change and add expanded to it whenever there was never supposed to be expanded in the first place? And people were like, it's not going to be, there's not going to be any more expanded. They're canceling. No, 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 no. <laughs> Do some research. There's, there's evidence that points that we're, we should have expanded in the future again. Okay. I, I just curious if it was going to sway yeah. your decisions on what you would want to do at all. No, no, no. I'll, I'll play all the standard in the world if I have to. Um, and if I got to, like, I will say this, I will travel further for an expanded event than I would travel for a standard event. Okay. So that would sway my decision to actually go further and play maybe another event. If there were, okay. was a scheduled expanded event. That's cool. That's cool. Now for an expanded snob or, i'm ignorant to expanded so i just don't i don't know a lot about it what if if i'm a newer guy and i want to start playing some expanded give me like the five like you need to have trainers in your deck 
like not necessarily Pokemon because we've I think we've established that you can kind of like create your own necessarily deck that you want depending on the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. What are the five trainers that you need to kind of have? Um, so neat thing is I can name off almost all these five. And the funny thing is like, you're not going to actually run all five of these in a deck. Okay. <laughs> uh, they, they, you'll actually have them and you'll probably have one. Dowsing machine, a spec. Computer search, also a spec. Um, I'm writing those down, by the way. Yeah, so. gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Question yeah. for a friend, but it's for, for a friend, for, for Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> a friend named Chuck. <laughs> so those are the two most important in regards to a specs. And because they're a specs, you can only play one a spec in a deck. Yeah. Yeah. So once you have one of those, that actually covers the costs of most of your decks. <laughs> okay. Um, after that, Battle Compressor versus Seeker. Uh, I mean, from there, it's going to be Ultra Ball, but that's going to overlap with uh, Standard soon. Yeah. Okay. And a lot of from there, it's going to be a lot of Standard style cards. So, like, you can play your research, research instead of Juniper or Sycamore. Um, trying to think if they're oh uh guzma guzma is another big one guzma. And, 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 okay. yeah that's, that's gonna be my guzma's favorite. i was <laughs> we went on i think we went on this the last cast that i was really hoping they wouldn't reprint boss and they would bring back guzma instead because yeah. i feel like that'd be a problem. fun card but that'd, that'd be such a problem oh well <laughs> expand <laughs> upon this why well, oh. <laughs> so uh i don't know if you've watched my recent streams but uh my big goal as of the past few weeks has been actually pushing new decks and expanded that are currently decks that are from recent sets like fusion strike mm-hmm. um, i've been pushing serena a whole lot well my most recent project is actually working on muv max in expanded yeah. um guzma with muv max is a problem uh being able wow. to gust their uh pokemon and reset your muv max is way too powerful and would be absurd in standard you like your four bosses orders decks you see now would be four guzma decks and your switches would be taken care of by that same support correct and that would be yeah. just atrocious. Like we're we already don't getting... need to give Mew anything no. else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been wanting Guzma before Mew was released. Yes. So like, it's just, I don't. Know. Yeah, I just it's like a problem. Guzma. I like as yeah. a gusting card. I like I like Guzma better, but I do concede that uh, Mew just breaks Guzma. Mew so. just breaks most things. Yeah. Um, but you, Chuck, you brought up expanded and and kind of in in sequence with standard. Um, my questions, we've already brought up Marnie, but what do you think, I guess, uh, Tyler, is a is a better balance card? Is it N or is it Marnie? It's N by miles, uh, uh, by a long shot. Like, the thing is, when you're winning the game, N is worse. When you are losing the game, N is better. I would rather not snowball an already snowball effect game in my favor more mm-hmm. um, with Marnie than, because I'd rather just have N to balance. Like, Marty's always the same power level and that power level is extraordinarily high because of the fact you're usually putting cards that are good to the bottom of your opponent's deck and mm-hmm. they're not going to be able to easily refine them and they I, could there's so easy for them brick yeah i i agree and i i love marnie as a card at the moment and i've, I've went i mean go back five episodes people i i requested <laughs> n i like no i, I know a comeback I just... card I think I'm trying to make that movement, bring N back, um, especially <laughs> after it doesn't have to be called N, but please bring uh, that that mechanic back. Yeah, standard I, needs that kind of stuff. Expanded doesn't need more or more powerful versions of that. Yeah, but standard needs that. I mm-hmm. I, I just feel like standard needs something to stop this. Like he, he he said the word the snowball. Like you need to stop, be able to stop the snowball. And Marnie is oppressive early, 
for your opponent it can be like marnie path yeah but it's not the answer late game and i multiple testing like multiple uses it just doesn't doesn't do what n could do yeah. to help you come back for sure exactly all right i think that's gonna do it for me chuck unless you have any more those were my questions. I'm going to now go to PTCGO online and go do the trade market and try and build an expanded deck because why not? Why not just have Mew with a bunch of, uh, with a bunch of Kuzmas? You're all, you're all good. Oh, uh, Wally. And Wally. Oh, ooh. that's been the tech that's actually caused the deck to finally hit that point where I actually like it and expanded. Because in a Mew VMAX deck and expanded, you actually can just skip all the draw supporters if if you want to play in you can but yeah. outside of in you get to skip all the draw supporters you just focus in on uh genesect and you can play more copies of az more copies of wally um and your Guzmas. like that's all the supporters you really need outside of maybe a tech ranger tech um in yeah so just az can be a draw supporter because it can just pick up genesect and put it back down to reset its effect jeez no, or it can heal your mu max yeah, there's just so much that uh, we need to learn, and we just need See, to get our hands on why it. why I said expanded. at the beginning, expand is just too big. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. It's not as big as it sounds. No. Yeah. yeah, uh, I, I, yeah. There are still I, a lot I, of cards that are just completely yeah. trash. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree. I just, I've just been hesitant to get into it because, um, I don't know. I just, I do generally like standard a lot. I like mm -hmm. a small pull. I like trying to master that. So, yeah. but... Um, I do like a lot of older cards though. So that's why I want to try and, and you can't just throw standard decks at expanded. It's not as fun. So trying to optimize into expanded now. So for sure. For sure. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us, but before we let you leave Tyler, uh -huh. um, the, the floor is yours for any shout outs and plugs. Um, you can, you know, anybody, uh, a part of your group, go ahead and give them some love. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I always got to give a shout out to, um, my good friend Jason, he's my main moderator on my channel. Uh, then I have Jonathan and Cameron, like um, the mods on my channel essentially are a big part of the group. I mean, they, they, they do all the heavy lifting while I do all the playing. Yeah. <laughs> um, then uh, my girlfriend, Valerie, she's amazing. Uh, she actually started playing Pokemon this year as well and has been a huge support for me. Um, just literally couldn't be where I am right now without her. Okay. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I mean anyone else i could keep naming people forever in regards <laughs> to the community people prior to my pokemon community that could keep going forever and ever mm -hmm. that I can shout out but yeah those those are the top ones that i i can't help but oh, say yeah. thanks for them oh yeah for sure and uh, how about yourself any plugs uh you know Plug where can the yeah. yeah oh yeah yeah i mean i guess i gotta I gotta, I gotta care about myself too uh yeah you can uh find me on twitch it's uh skilled at luck so twitch.tv forward slash skilled at luck and I'm there Monday, Tuesday, and Friday every single week uh, from 7 to 10 Central Standard Time. And uh, yeah, just doing a whole lot of expanded. I'll take some rec um, some requests here and there. If you got an expanded deck you like, I'll even try it out if um, it sounds like you can win a game. Definitely. I definitely want to get on there and challenge you. Uh, it's just been oh, a, a matter I of think. trying to get the time uh, <laughs> to, to play. Work's been crazy. Um, but it's about to slow down. So I'm definitely going to jump on there and, and, you know, throw, throw down with you. Yeah. So down. <laughs> I will have to find some time too to sit down and watch some expanded, get some knowledge. For sure. Jake's the watcher. I'm the listener. I do all the podcasts. I listen to everything. <laughs> he watches all the streams. So 
when I can. <laughs> he gives me all the knowledge. He tells me all the things that he watches. So for sure. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. And all the um, you know information for Jason will be in the show notes um, as well. You can get a hold of myself and Chuck on Twitter at Watch Whimsy and Panucks One, as well as at Pit Pokepod on Twitter. And we can't forget Ryan at RY for Gaming. Um, our Mr. Talks the Turtig Talks the Meta. Yeah. Gonna wrap up another episode. Thanks again. See ya.